So as we're waiting for everyone to roll in, um, ideally you would have a couple blocks like so, or maybe a towel, a yoga blanket, something sort of folded up like a rectangle, something like that would be good, but we can work with the two blocks if that's, that's all you have. So we are doing from all of our separate locations, 90 minutes of a slow, um, slow restorative practice. If Elizabeth didn't tell you that in Cape Ann and you wanna run out of the room now, I probably won't be able to catch you. <laughs> and if it's Elizabeth that runs out, I'll know. <laughs> so welcome. I'm gonna mute everybody. Um, um, but we're gonna start out with two blocks. You can do this pose two ways. It's called supported fish. So if you have two blocks and, and a blanket or some sort of rectangularly folded cloth would be nice. Um, and you can do it with a block under your shoulder blades, sort of the middle height, and under your head, the skinnier height. Or you could just sort of lift your shoulder blades with whatever blankets you have to hold up and maybe another towel rolled under your neck. And I'll give everyone a minute to get that set up. No, 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 no pressure. We have plenty of time. So if you have a towel and you fold it in half and then in half again, makes sort of a nice long and you put that crossways on your mat under your shoulder blades. Perfect. And let me. There. So you can see Kelly, I think now, and her chest is lifted. And you want your head lifted actually a little higher than your chest. You want to crank your neck back. Really good. And everyone's settling. Yeah, we've all maybe been in our houses or doing what was supposed to be restful and didn't end up feeling that restful. And as you settle in here, just feel your spine being lifted, your pelvis on the earth. And take some rinsing breaths. You could even open your mouth or purse your lips and go. And if there's any adjustments to the to the cushions, the props, whatever you're working with, if anything's pinched or doesn't feel comfortable, do take the time. We're gonna be here a little while. And this pose is called supported fish pose. And a lot of the poses we're gonna do are 
their their supported variants of our our usual like vinyasa. It's a little bit more earth. Notice the direction of your breathing. Notice as you breathe in, your lungs move down towards your hips. Breath moves that way, and then it moves back up towards your face. Just getting oriented. There's the ground beneath you. There's the props under your head, upper back. And close down your eyes. And even if we have been restful and easeful over the holiday, your mind might have been in a million places. So for this 90 minutes, you can draw all those cords back to yourself. Just clip them from wherever they are out in the world and Pull them back to you, all your attention for you. And we're gonna, we're gonna move, we're gonna flow. We'll not be here forever. Right now, see what you can soften. There'll be a little tightness around your throat or your chest or maybe the muscles of your face. If it's not warm in your room where you are, show you. Have enough layers, blanket to put over you. Some breathing space. Your belly could be soft, just pooling into your low back. Notice your shoulder blades are lifted here and your spine is lifted home behind your heart. Your low back is on the ground, your hips, your legs. Really good. We'll take about 10 more breaths. 
My daughter was reading me a book today about like how whales breathe deep underwater. Sometimes it can feel like we're deep underwater. And actually a huge part of transformation is just acknowledging like the real stuff, how it really feels right now. And this yoga is a transformative practice. What she read me, to me was that they shrink like to, at the different pressures, the different depths, they can shrink their lungs. And, and, that, and that makes more molecules hit the inner surface of their lungs. And that, that's the pressure that we feel, say, at the top of the inhale. And as you exhale and the lungs and ribs move in towards your spine, taking this time to notice just this miraculous thing that happens all day, every day. Expanding out, contraction in around molecules, like actual stuff, gets squeezed. And take one more. Empty. And we might revisit this pose later. I know I always don't really wanna leave. But you don't have to do very much. All you need to do now is um, roll to one side and push the blankets or blocks out of the way and then roll back down. So your spine, your upper back that was lifted gets pressed to the ground. And bend your knees and place your knees together and your feet wide. And your feet a little wider than your hips. And your knees touching. This is called essential rest. And your low back now actually is really pressing. And as you breathe in, you'll feel your sacrum push down, your upper back push down. Back of your skull. And your hands can be open, down at your sides. You could also take your arms behind your head, reaching over your head, your elbows bent maybe. And what you'll begin to do is just rock your knees side to side. Don't go too much. Just go like six inches to the right, six inches to the left. Noticing what's so through your hips, your glutes pressing the ground, the stretch of the side body, the knees. If your arms are overhead, you'll probably even feel this up into your shoulders. Yeah, that's it. You can inhale to the center. Knees one way. You can start to take your chin in the opposite direction as you exhale. And as you go through side to side, you might find a little knot or a, a spot of where the pressure feels good. You might want to linger there. 
How is it put together? Side of your foot, the sole of your foot, the other side. You know how to move your body. Just taking time to appreciate it. So, so good. So we all end up on the same page. The next time you come over, let your knees fall to the right. And here's where one of your blocks could come in. You could put it under your outer thigh or knee, the right thigh. And you could take your left foot and actually kick it across and place your left ankle on a block as well. Or you can have just your knees bent. There's many options. You can look over your left shoulder. Yeah, and that couple more adjustments and, and then just be in it. Let the parts fall where they may. Deep, deep breathing. Noticing. There's a twist all the way up, up into your neck. And the breath, it could be short and choppy. It could be trying to breathe really deeply is gonna be in the way. Sometimes the best way to have the principle that you're aiming for, your intention come through is to give it up completely. Stop trying to make it happen. Like even here in restorative work, sometimes we're like, oh, I should be relaxed now. Stop trying to be relaxed. Let it come to you. You notice your bones, the levers that are pulling on them. muscle, the fascia, you're in this twist through your abdomen, there's a diagonal line. And your lungs have taken a different shape. A few more breaths.
Really good. Very slowly rock yourself back to supported rest with your feet flat and your knees touching. Notice center. And then begin, go side to side. Could be little bit. Could be really simple. Reaps the biggest rewards. Chin opposite direction of your knees. And when this feels complete to you, you're gonna let your knees fall to the left, block under your outer left knee, chin to the right. And you could kick your right foot across if you want extra, but this might be enough. And the, the blocks bring the earth up to you, so. If there's a place, if there's a gap, fill the gap. Rather than trying to stretch or pull um, things into flexibility, we sort of support them into flexibility. when you're not being tugged at and pulled in all directions. Um, the body doesn't have to be on guard to like hold you together. And the block under your knee, I actually want it to be pushing up, lifting your bones a little bit. So you can really let go of the rope. And just for a couple minutes here, let go of the steering wheel, let go of your hands, soften your hands to your wrists. And your forearms, the wiring there up to your shoulders. Notice your breathing in your back where your lungs mostly live. And your chest can be soft. And again, if your breath is short or shallow, that's okay. In each one of you, individually on your mat, the, the way things are met in you, the way forces have come together in you, is different. As we move into the moving practice, we'll have chance to really custom fit. Like Elizabeth's wonderful intention in the strong and stretch classes to make a clearing. Like 
anything in the way of a true alignment for you, the way your body needs to move. We're just going to clear that out. Any, any trying to make it look a certain way, we can let it go. And just have it be born from true listening and your experience moment to moment. And take about five more breaths on this side. Your whole torso is lengthening. Take a deep breath together, breathe in. And all the way, breathe out. Very slowly unwrap all that, come to center, put your feet flat. Maybe a little side to side. Let that come to equilibrium, stir the pot a little bit. And then you can extend your left leg on the mat, or you could keep your left foot flat and your left knee bent for a little more support. And then extend your right leg up in the sky and interlace your hands behind your knee on your hamstring, interlace your fingers. Now bend your knee a good, good amount. Bend your knees, even if you can straighten it. And with the be knee bent, pull it in towards your face just a little. Yeah, and then push your heel up to the ceiling. Breathe here, knee bent, knee bent. Yeah, and push your heel high. Just notice, pushing the heel up, you feel the back of your leg into your hip, maybe even a little shaking and quaking. And starts to deepen your breathing, point your toe. Point your right toe up to the ceiling and then flex your right foot. Point and flex. And you're just saying hello to your Achilles and the belly of your calf. Keep going. Point and flex. Your ankle does so much all the time and you're just now going to be appreciating it for a little while. And you can start to circle your ankle. And I'm pretty sure no one else can hear that noise. <laughs> That's like music just for you and you'll circle the other way. A little like laboratory, like research in that joint. 
And if you want a little emphasis, you could slide your hands up to the back of your calf. You could pull your knee towards your forehead and your forehead towards your knee. There's always options. And then set your right foot down or extend your right leg. And you'll grab behind your left knee, left foot to the sky, and the knee really bent. And go ahead and push your heel high. Look at your foot. And then point your left toe and flex it back towards your face. And just keep going, point and flex. And when it starts to take you into the ankle circles, follow it. Just letting the ankle guide you. Circling one way. Notice if there, there, you know, and if there's any numb sort of zones or like parts of the circle you can't quite feel, that's okay. And you'll circle the other way and the side's a little different. Really good. And then hands to the back of your calf, maybe forehead to shin or not, or not. To work a little bit off of your edge, because the edge is sort of where we all are trained to go to. So just come a little bit off, there's new territories to be found. Take one more breath. And send your left leg straight down, both legs down, reach your arms overhead and really stretching flat on your back. Take your right hand to your left wrist, arms overhead, point your toes and flex your toes. Your toes could be touching or you could be working hip width. And notice the breathing stretches you, you're getting taller. And then take your other wrist with your other hand and reaching. Get your shoulder blades in, a little bit hugging around your, your spine. This is the tall mountain. We're always practicing that extended mountain, except you have the ground to hold up. When gravity is working on you differently, take a full breath here. And then bring your knees into your chest and hug your knees with your arms. Exhale, little ball. And then inhale, reach overhead, arms long, legs long, extend. And exhale, hug in, little ball. And we'll do this about four more times. Inhaling, reaching. If you touch your neighbor's foot in the studio, they don't mind. And then hug in, squeeze. Low belly in, three more, inhale, exhale, like a bellows, 
can lift your head even and then reach. And then squeeze. One more. And hug your knees and rock right up to a seat. You can take a few rocks to get there. And do a tiny bit of seated work. So you can just sit crisscross applesauce. Take your two fingers and your thumb behind you. Your thumbs will face towards your hips and your index finger, middle fingers will be. And then use that to bend your elbows or bring your shoulders back and really lift your upper spine. Just this is really good for you. And rooting through your sits bones. Good. Now you can keep your left hand, but take your right hand out to the side and reach your left arm over for a side stretch. And this seated work with your hips down, it gets a little lost, but this is actually the stretch you wanna get in a triangle, in a side angle. So rather than bowing at your ribs, straighten both side waists and turn your chest up towards the ceiling a little bit. And really root yeah, your right hip down. And then come on up, right hand out. You could bend your right elbow if you wanna get a little lower and left arm over your left ear. Yeah, Molly, you can reach out to the side a little more, like give yourself some space. Like your lower hand can reach out. Nice, everyone at Cape Ann. And then sternum a little bit turned up towards your ceil the ceiling there. Now look at the black rectangles. Shoulder blade squeeze. Good. And then come to center. Put your hands on your knees. And pulling on your knees, lift your chest and look up, open your throat. And then exhale, round your spine. You can pull on your knees, really slouch back, tuck your chin to your chest. Inhale, come up and through. This is seated cat and cow. And just keep going with it. On that exhale, really pull with the arm lines, stretch the back of your shoulders and then hoist yourself up and through. Arm bones back, shoulder blades together. Really nice work. Hollow your rib cage in, low belly in and up as you exhale. And then keep going. Keep going, give it roots under your sits bones. Just like excavating all the little pinches and crunches. If you need to roll a shoulder or your neck, you'll know that and you'll follow it. This is something you could do anywhere, you know. Really nice. And then just find upright, nice tall seated position. Take your left hand to your right knee 
and your right fingers and thumb behind you, about six inches behind your sacrum. And then press down for length, shoulder blades hug in and start to twist. You can pull on your right knee, you can start to turn your head towards the back of the room. And your, your breastplate, lift that up a little bit. Wing tips down a little bit. On the inhale, you get some length. And exhale, twist. And usually we're in a twist, but we're managing our legs and not falling over. But here you can really receive the stretch and really twist your left lung towards the wall you're looking at. Nice, Susan. And look over your back shoulder. One more, inhale, exhale, twist. And then come to center, do a couple more of those seated cat and cows, right through midline. And the midline is there, it's a physical place where the sides, both sides of your brain, both halves of your lung, both sides of your pelvis. And we all have patterns, one side more forward than the other. Can bring the other side through now. And then we'll sit up nice and tall and take your left hand or right hand to your left knee. Lengthen the spine up through the crown of your head. Inhale, exhale, pull on your knee and twist. You can push into the floor behind you and get your shoulder blades really to inner edges of your shoulder blades. Lift your thoracic spine through your chest, lengthen, and then begin the twist. And clearing the space, the attention, the energy with which you yeah, cleanse your space matters. Like you could just go through and shove it all in the closet. You can sort of lovingly comb through. Untangle. Unwrinkle. One more breath. Slowly come to center. And take, you could leave your legs crossed and just fold forward. You could put your head on a block. You could take your legs wide like a V. We're just gonna do a little bit of a forward bend here before we actually get off the floor for a few minutes. Yeah, and this is where if you have blankets and put a couple blocks, put the blankets on top and make yourself a little bolster. That's the way, is it hikey, hikey? Breathe into your back, your whole back. 
Thank you all for coming. I'm just like so happy just to see all of you taking this time to take care and I'm going to pause. more breaths, acknowledge yourself in this bow, this inward turning fold. Slowly walk yourself back up and you'll move to your hands and your knees. Go slow though. We'll take those cat and cows with your hands under your shoulders, knees under your hips. No rush to get there. We have plenty of time. When you inhale, look up, let your spine fall down towards the mat. On the exhale, really round upper back, mid back, drop your tailbone down. Yeah, if one side of your neck, if you need to do a little roll of your head or your shoulders, or moving side to side, looking over one shoulder and arcing your hips to see. You can do that. It's sort of free, like you're just moving and breathing and like, oh yeah. That's the ticket right there. Like you know where to go and you actually listen to that and you go there. Little thing you could do is take your hands forward about six, eight inches. And uh, as you lift your heart, you can lift your feet off the ground and roll through almost like a half an up dog with your knees bent. And then back almost to child's pose as you exhale. So it's different than cat and cow. It's some sort of other animals. And that's allowed. Really just in an investigation of allowing. Like, oh, what is so? And can I let it be so? And can I work with that and not resist it? Where is the center? that I'm moving through and around and with. You'll do a few more rounds of this. We're gonna meet in child's pose. You could leave your knees narrow and your hands behind you, your head on the mat for balasana.
take your time. Get complete at the inhale, at the exhale. Get complete with the pose, the work that you're doing. And then take your rest. Child's pose, there's a stretch inside your ankles. There's a stretch at your knees, your hips. If this bothers your knees at all, you can always do it on a, a bolster, like under your chest, under your head, be raised up a little bit. Take some of the pressure off. Notice your head's lower than your heart. Your brain can get some new oxygen. With your knees together, that version is so good for your digestion. Let your thighs, bones press into your organs, your abdomen. A few more breaths. And, and I do, I mean, I acknowledge you, I know that it's not always the easiest thing to stay still, especially for us power yogis. We are attracted to the practice that we are because we do powerful things, but often we get to get out of them really quickly. What would it mean just to stay? See this breath through, a full inhale. Uh -huh, whole exhale. And then do that one more time, inhale. Exhale. And on your inhale, come to your hands and knees. You could put your elbows down and do down dog on your elbows and your knees. It's a really good option. Um, or you could stay on your elbows and lift your hips, or you could take full downward facing dog. Maybe in downward dog, you bend your knees to give yourself some space. When you have the foundation secure, like if you have downward facing dog, you wanna start to roll your inner biceps forward, press into your knuckles. 
And if that's not happening, you could come onto your knees, come onto your elbows, try having more energy coming, rebounding up through the earth by having a broader foundation. You can lift your right leg up in the sky. If, if, and if you do that and it's not fun in your shoulders, yeah, drop your left knee, drop onto your forearms. And this is a stretch, so bend your right knee, open hip over hip. And the whole right side body. And push your hands or your elbows down. And then switch sides. And bring your right knee or foot to the mat and left leg up, over. If you've never put your knee at the ground, don't know what you're missing, yeah, you can try it on. Who cares what it looks like? Take one more breath. And downward dog. You're going to walk right up to your hands for ragdoll. Bend your knees a lot. Put your chest on your thighs. Yeah, even if you can straighten your legs today, bend your knees. And, and then you can find the four corners of your feet. You can gather the quadriceps up into the hip hinge. Push your heels down. The back of your legs may start to lift your sits bones. Engage Udiana. We're going to start to flow here. Feel your head low. Take a deep breath. Exhale, release your hands. Lift halfway, go slow. Arm bones into your back. You could even do arms like wings. Fold all the way down. Inhale, roll up, sun A, reach up. Look up, maybe press your palms. Exhale, really slow, meticulously fold, bend your knees, chest up, thighs, drop your head, then lift your hips. And halfway lift, lengthen, step to high plank, and lower all the way down on your belly. Lift up cobra, your hands next to your ribs, Rolling your collarbones up and your belly's on the mat. Really good. And push the tops of your feet down. Lift your quadriceps. Rake your pubic bones forward. Three whole breaths. Imagine you could slide your hands back. And your heart goes a little higher. Inhale. Bring your forehead to the mat. And go up and back to downward dog. Maybe you do cat and cow. And five breaths. And your inversion of down dog. See your feet. Feel your, feel your tailbone lift as you breathe in. Exhale all the way. Walk up to your hands or jump maybe halfway. You don't have to always jump into stuff though. 
bow all the way and rise, unfurl vertebrae by vertebrae, reach and fold, forward fold, Uttanasana. Halfway lift, high plank. You can go chaturanga, you can come all the way down, you can put your knees and belly down. Cobra or up dog, make it your own. Downward facing dog, really good. The cobra is a really strong back bend. It strengthens your low back and it stretches your upper back, which doesn't tend to be the most flexible in us humans. Take a breath between your shoulder blades. Exhale it out and walk all the way up to your hands. Two more, halfway lift. And you could just be in child's pose for this. Bow down. Roll all the way up. Root through your feet. Strong legs. Reach, maybe go back. Exhale, fold through a process. To be a process. Halfway lengthen. Shoulder blades together. High to low. Keep the length. You can always go right to down dog. And all these adaptations, they're available anytime you get on your mat. Downward facing dog, it's good to learn them, to know that there's choices along the way. It's an empowering. Let's do two more breaths here. One more. Exhale, look forward, feet to your hands. Halfway, lengthen, bow all the way, fold in, maybe grab the back of your shins, tuck your chin to your throat, roll up vertebrae by vertebrae, round, stack, reach, forward, bow down all the way through, really nice, halfway lift, high plank, through to down dog, Make your way. Downward facing dog. And then we're gonna take hands and knees, go cat and cow. So sun A is like four or five breaths really. And they're just, just moving through the midline. Um, cat and cow, find a flat back. You're on your hands and your knees. And then bend your right elbow and lift your right arm up so your palm will face the side wall. And then start to make circles like you're washing a window. All the way around that rotator cuff. It's, I used to think that was like some one part, but it's the whole thing. It's your under your pack, it's the whole upper back, it's every muscle that you've ever used to lift anything or raise your hand. And just like we did for the ankles, like looking, take a look, how is that? How's that all going? And then go the other way, circle the other way. And notice it takes a good amount of core to do a whole circle. Connect it all the way down into your knees on the ground. And the next time you reach up, open your arm up, look up. 
and thread the needle. Take your right arm under you and your deltoid to the ground, right ear to the ground. Your other arm can go forward, left arm in front of you. If you really want, um, I don't know who's gonna give you the extra credit, but if you wanted some, you could reach, take your, a half bind with your left arm. You could even reach your le right leg behind you. But I, I think just where the rubber meets the road is that right shoulder pushing the ground and you're breathing in a twist. Really good. There's all the doing. And this is where we can do a little undoing. A little self-forgetting. Full breath in your lungs. And sigh it out. Slowly find center. Maybe child's pose for a beat. Maybe some cat-cow would feel good. Come back to cat and cows, hands under your shoulders, knees under your hips. Your right side's different. So find a flat back and we'll do the left side. Left elbow bends and keeping the elbow really bent. Anytime you're working like with a limb, if you bend your knees, you get some malleability in your pelvis. If you bend your elbow, you get more range of motion in your shoulder. So yeah, it's great to straighten out through those joints and get the stretch that that offers, but it also inhibits the range of motion. And then go the other way. And when that feels like enough circles, rotations on that side, we'll reach up, look up, open up for a little emphasis and then slide the right arm under, thread the needle. And there's the right arm forward, a half bind. Then take your left leg back. 
but especially if you're used to um, yeah, creating some really intricate, complex poses, letting this be enough could be the revolution. Back to yourself. Deep breathing, your lungs a little twist this way, a little different shape. See if there's any dark corners where you haven't visited in a while. Some, some gratitude to your fellow yogis there in the room with you or everybody in their separate Zoom square in their own homes. Because this is the sort of stuff we don't take the time to do on our own. About three more breaths on this side. And then we'll come to center, child's pose, cat and cow tilts. Perhaps right to downward facing dog. Taking time to notice. Find your way to down dog. You can walk it out, tread out, feel the mat under your hands. There's just right below the surface, there's a greatness in everyday life, in everyday moments. You're right here, you're just taking time to make, finding that greatness of priority. Walk your feet to your hands. Let's do some sun B, halfway lift. And fold. And come into chair, Utkatasana. Now close down your eyes and put your hands on your thighs, the top of your thighs with your eyes closed. And just for a tactile sense with your hands on your upper thighs, and your eyes closed, draw your thighs back towards the back of the room. 
and then put your hands on your hips, still eyes closed and manually tilt your tailbone down. Mm -hmm. Zip up your low belly and then cactus your arms like goalposts. Your eyes could still be closed or open them for a drishti and then lift your shoulders up to your ears like earrings and then take them back and then sit a little lower. If you want to, you could reach your arms straight. You could press palms over your head. Eventually, you're going to start lifting your heart towards the ceiling, looking up, reach up, sit a little deeper, breathe in, and then bow chest to thighs. Let your head go completely. Exhale, halfway lift, high plank to low. You could always just do cat and cow. You could go right to down dog, cobra, up dog, downward facing dog. For this first one, just step your right foot forward, low lunge, and you'll breathe. Keep your hands on the mat and lift your chest forward by pushing your hands back. Mm -hmm. You could drop your back knee or you could really firm the back leg, push through the left heel, staying here, heart forward, beautiful. One more breath. And then step your back foot to meet your front foot. Halfway lift, bow all the way down. Sit in your chair, hips to knee height, reach up, look up. Fold, chest to thighs, deepening your hip hinge. That's what you want to see in a forward fold. Halfway lift. High plank, low plank, knees, belly, chaturanga. Your way, your back bend. Downward dog. Step your left foot, hands on the mat, low lunge, breathing, five. Pubic bone forward, core engaged to your legs, your feet pressing down, pressing back, three, two, heart forward. Good, and then step forward, halfway lift. Exhale, fold, chair pose. Sits bones low, armpits high, reach your armpits up, chest to thighs, fold, halfway, your way, high to low. What is great about the, this way of moving your body? Maybe you do it all the time. You can find a new way and get to down dog, five breaths in down dog. Let that one resonate. It'll inform the next one. Your hands are on your yoga mat. You're breathing. You can shake your face out, your head, your neck. Roll your eyes around. Walk up to your hands, lift halfway. Bow all the way and come to chair. and fold, halfway, lengthen, high plank to low plank, 
Or maybe right to down dog. Maybe you're just doing cat and cow this whole time. Up dog, down dog, right foot forward, warrior one. And actually, let's do this. Drop your left knee on the ground. Um, and your knee right under your hip. So yeah, it's just like a 90 degree angle in the front knee and the bottom knee. And then reach your arms up. Simply breathing here. And then the juice of this pose and like all these front facing warriors is just take your tailbone down and you should feel the front of your right hip, the quad breathing, reach higher. Okay, through vinyasa or right to downward dog, hands to the mat, come all the way to your belly, up dog or step right back. And from down dog, left foot, drop onto your right knee, reach your arms next to your ears. So simple, so simple. And then which side of your waist needs to be a little longer? Which hand could go higher to the ceiling? Breathe in, look up, and hands to the mat. You could go cat and cow right here. We got one knee down already or all the way down, upward facing dog, linger, express it. Downward facing dog. Let's do one more of those. A few breaths, let it land. Let all the sheep or whatever come home. <laughs> Gather it in, take it all in, breathe it all out. Walk up to your hands, last one, halfway. Bow all the way. Chair. Bow. Halfway, lengthen, long spine. Keep the length as you move to down dog, low plank, upward facing dog, downward facing dog. And now you could take dolphin on your elbows with your hips high. You take um, puppy pose, anahata, drop onto your knees, reach both arms forward. Knees over your hips. You could take child's pose. You could take a headstand here. We'll stay about 10 breaths, then we'll take a rest, and then maybe we'll do another round. And then in Anahadaasana, puppy pose, you could um, tent your fingers and lift your wrists and your elbows to really work your arms into your upper back. That's the same. Alignment as down dog, same thing in dolphin where you wanna bring your front ribs in towards your spine and support the, the length of your spine. Okay, child's pose. And we'll take the same pose again, this some form of an inversion here. Hands stand at the wall, headstand, dolphin, 
puppy pose or just a nice long down dog. You know, traditionally down dog was held for a very long time. It has so many benefits and brings your low back into neutral. That's why we do it so much. There's a greatness in just the down dog or just the child's pose. Maybe your lungs are touching your legs. Well, not literally, but like you can feel them move through your yoga pants into the tissues. And then child's pose, balasana. onto your back so you could go through down dog and walk through lie flat on your back good and we're going to get to restoratives back to restoratives in a little bit but we're going to take the balancing poses but we're gonna do them on your back. So on your back, take eagle, right knee over, right arm under. You flex both feet as if you were standing on the floor in eagle pose and your left foot was in line with your left knee. And right knee's wrapped over. Lift your chin a little bit. Good, I'm just holding the pose. Eyes to one point on the ceiling. You could drop the right hip, um, like lengthen the right hip away from your right shoulder and breathe. Without the work of making yourself not fall down, like when you don't have to be the one that holds it all together. You sort of can notice the flavor. You can hear the sounds around you. You can be like, oh, that, when that moves, this other thing's connected. You can take the view from the, the whole again. The bigger view. Take one more breath. And the other side. Left arm under, left knee over, feet as if, act as if there was a wall or a floor to press into. Your shoulders, elbows to shoulder height, your arm bones should be able to fall right back into their sockets, the pocket that the humerus bone rests in. Lift your chin, your jaw draws back towards your neck. And we're here about 10 breaths.
And whatever arises in the space, allow it. Expand around it, like your attention, allow that and you get bigger. Like, oh, there's that, but to see it, you're gonna have to get bigger. So, so good. Take your left leg forward, unwind, reach forward, reach over your head, reach your legs forward. And take your right leg up to the sky and grab your toe or your outer foot. Knee could be super bent. And there's a little bit of a, a shearing force where your right inner thigh will come towards your nose and your left inner thigh will go towards the mat. And you could hold your left hip down with your left hand. And then slowly start to take your leg out to the right. It doesn't matter if it looks pretty. Your left leg is long on the ground and you're holding your right foot with your right hand and slowly just take it out. And if you find a, a place where you wanna pause, you don't have to go all the way to the floor. You could put a block to catch your outer leg. You could look over the opposite shoulder. Few breaths, exactly how it is exactly how it isn't. Just for another moment. If it's acceptable to others, who cares? And slowly come back up and place your right leg long in front of you. Really nice. Take your left leg high. For a moment, just feel the leg straight up in the air. And you grab your left foot with your left hand. You can get to hit toe or outer foot or a strap. You can bend the knee to get the foot. And if you don't straighten it for 45 years, you still have it going on. <laughs> and then you slowly start to take the left foot out to the left, your le right leg, roll the inner thigh down, maybe push your right hand into the right hip. One thing has to be fixed and stable, like your right hip for everything else to be set free. That's why doing these poses at the ground, at the stable level ground is so beneficial. For a little while, everything else can be set free because the ground's holding you up. 100%. You can lean in. You can let go.
Slowly bring your left leg back up and roll onto your belly. You can leave your head in the same orientation it is, like same direction, just roll over and take your right knee out to the side, like if this is half frog. Bend your right knee, right foot flexed, heel right in line with your knee, that's it. And your cheek probably in the same direction as your knee. This is so good. Right away, what you're gonna feel or notice is that your right hip pointer is way higher than your left. And that's um, where you've built some strength through the inner thigh and the groin. And <clears throat> that when muscles get strong, they get short and they get tight. So like, it's really wonderful that, that that hip is higher than the other one. This is what's held you together. It's walked you through your days. It's gotten you here to your mat. So just acknowledge it. Thank you, tight inner thigh. And spend a little time. A lot of times, you know, little physical parts that get cranky with us, like low backs. This is great for that. Um, you know, a crank in your neck. All they really want is our attention. They just want the warmth of your presence for a little while. You ever like when you're a little kid and you're like, mom, just watch me do this. Why don't you jumping in the pool or have a trick on your bike? And you're like, did you see it? No, watch me, watch me do this, watch me do this. For this next minute, look in there and listen. Take a deep breath in and a long breath out. And switch legs. Extend your right leg, bend your left knee out to the side. Look 
over your left shoulder, chin to the left. Drop right in. Your belly can go soft, no one will know. Your face soft, your eyes. Let everything be soft. Soft like air. Steady. Like earth. You might notice, especially if you haven't worked this way before, that there's like a warm, warm fuzziness, like it rises from your muscles. It's like this healing heat that comes from the inside out and like deep in your bones. Rises to the surface. Take one more breath together, inhale. And empty out. The next place we'll go is into Sphinx. So you'll just straighten your right or your left leg to meet your right and come onto your elbows. And that could be enough. Take it easy. And press the tops of your feet down, a little engagement in the front of your legs towards your hips. Uddiyana. And you could imagine you could pull your elbows back. They won't really go anywhere, but your chest might slide through. Good. And bring your forehead to the mat and your hands out off the sides of your mat, like an inch or two in front of your shoulders and your forehead down and your elbows, wing them up into the air. Good, and then as you inhale, push the tops of your feet down, lift your chest, head, chest, maybe a couple more ribs. And as you exhale, bring your forehead back down to the ground, keep your elbows bent towards the ceiling. And keep going, you're on your fingertips. There's not that much pressure. We're lifting from deep core here, upper back. 
And then rolling down, tuck your chin, touch your forehead. We'll do a couple more. Your elbows bent so your collarbones can roll up, up and behind you even. And this next time when you come down, lie flat, but take your arms out wide like a T with your palms fat, flat, like warrior two arms with your palms facing the ground. And your thumbs will pretty much line up with your ear lobes. Yeah. And then bend your right knee, roll onto your left hip and touch your right toe down to the ground behind onto the other left side of your mat. And then you could slide your right hand in front of your belly and steer this so your right knee starts to point up. That looks good. And this is just opening the front of that shoulder. Your hand is on the lever of how intense this gets, like the hand on the mat, you can give a little push. Eventually, you know, you could bend the bottom knee too. You could put your feet flat like bridge. Someday, maybe, you know, you bind both hands behind you. But the, like, if you can fall in love with this step of the journey, does it matter if you ever get there? Like, that's a wonderful thing to practice. A mountain with no top. When you come out, come out really slow, gentle now. That's a big opening. And you'll recheck your arms in a T position. Bend your left knee, touch your left toe to the right side of your mat. And then your hand in front of your belly, your left hand there to sort of steer and support. You can make this as intense or gentle as needed. The pose that honors your breathing, that allows you to breathe deep and free is usually the one that you want to be in the most beneficial. The one that makes you breathe like, like an old man in his easy chair at the fireplace roaring. There's like a relief in it. I do a practice like this when I've been doing my Baptiste and power practice, and I realize that my breath is getting a little lost or a little short. I know it's time to come and reground and just sort of lie on the floor until I can breathe easy again. And then you guys, next time you're on your mat in the 90 degrees, just notice your breath. 
That's what can be returned to you if you just, you don't have to do very much at all. The essential stuff will always come home. Take two more breaths. through belly down and come on to your back. You could put a block or two under your sacrum for supported bridge. So your feet are flat and you press down to lift your hips high and it's easiest to slide the, the blocks in from the side rather than trying to lie over them, like lie down first, push into your feet, lift your hips and slide the blocks in from the side. A bolster, a block with a blanket. Good. And check that it's on, really supporting your sacrum, that big triangle bone. Walk your feet to hip width. Yeah, your hips aren't that wide. <laughs> Little narrower, toes in and heels out. And take a breath. A couple of times, well, maybe like five times, we're gonna engage just enough to hover off the blocks. You're, you're probably still gonna be touching the block, but push your feet down and, Engage your legs, scoop your tailbone, lift up just a tiny bit. And then exhale, set yourself back on the block. Ah, so good. And then press into your feet, lift your hips just a tiny bit. And then set your hips down on the block. Just that tiny motion, you feel all the power that took. And you feel the power when you take it apart. You sometimes find the principle by, by saying, oh, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. But you had to try a lot of different ways. Push into your heels, lift, and then set back down. We'll do that one more time. and just rest on the blocks. This is an inversion. Inversions reset your endocrine system, your hormonal system. Once again, with very little effort on your part. Deep breathing. You're welcome to stay here. For the rest of class, I'm gonna give options. But if you're in something that's really working, just stay.
And so from here, you could go back into supported fish. That might be really amazing where we started um, with a block under your upper back and a higher block under the back of your head. You could um, take supported Supta Baddha Konasana, bring the soles of your feet together and tilt the blocks so your knees are really held up by the blocks. You don't wanna stretch a stretchy Supta Baddha. You wanna really use the blocks to cradle your leg bones and keep your feet together. Another option, if you have a towel, is you could roll onto your belly and put the folded towel under your pelvis. That's super good work for, your, for if you have any tenderness in your low back. And another option could be legs up the wall, Viparita. Yeah, so belly down, it's amazing really grounding, really nourishing for your ner nervous system. And heart up like the supported fish, open it, really energizing. Um, And if you are lying belly down, you know, cheeks to one side, you're gonna wanna switch it gently at a certain point. Make sure you turn your head both ways. And the supported fish, just feel that support. I'll let you know when we're about halfway to if you wanna come off the blocks and lie flat. Hmm. If you want to move right into Shavasana, you could, if you have anything to cover your eyes, you could put the blocks behind your knees with your knees lifted. That'll allow your pelvis to drop. And a blanket over you. Sometimes just the blanket for the weight of it. You get this hug, this quality of a hug. If you want to turn your head to the other side. Or if you're on a block, probably at this point, bring your back onto the ground. You could lift your knees with the blocks. You could take Supta Baddha.
Smile yourself flat. And feel the imprint your body makes on the ground. The shape. Make it deeper and clearer. Just falling into the field of awareness that you are, that we all are. And take your rest in that field. And I will take you out of Shavasana. There's nothing to do. It will be okay to let go a little more. Let your face, your cheeks, Soften the edges of your brain. Space around your heart. Let your arms and legs flow. your belly pool into the ground beneath you.
There is a greatness right below the surface. And every once in a while, you get still long enough to glimpse it. Take a deep breath in. And a long breath out. And you could start to wiggle your fingers, stretch your toes. You could stretch any way that you need, reach your arms long. Hug your knees in. Roll onto one side in a little ball. Take your time to come to a tall seat, comfortable, seated position. Bring your hands together in the center of your chest. And slide your thumbs up to the center of your forehead. Take a deep breath in. Namaste. Thank you all for being with me tonight. And thank you to my, my Tuesday night regulars. We're Zooming every Tuesday. And um, Cape Ann and Elizabeth, thank you for joining me. If you have any questions, I'll be here. Um, happy holidays. <laughs> Enjoy it all. Have a good night. Drink well, rest well, really nice.